0: I'm very humbled. I I know Dr. Jim asked me to preach. And, you know, I I do not feel worthy in any sense to preach the word here in a college setting. I don't believe I feel equipped at all. Uh, But I'm very grateful that I do not do the preaching of the word, that the Holy Spirit uses me as his his tool. And um, so anyways, I want to go ahead and uh, I want to talk to you and preach to you a passage that I did not want to preach. This morning. (laughs) Right? That sounds terrible, right? You're the preacher. You're supposed to, you know, preach what God wants you to preach. Felt a little bit like Jonah this morning, you know. (laughs) Um, But the Lord laid this passage on my heart and I wrestled. I said, Lord, this is too simple. (laughs) Lord, it's milk. I want to give these college students, and they're they're learning theology. They are uh, growing in Greek, you know, and they're growing in all these different ways. Uh, Lord, why this passage? And he wouldn't let let me go on this passage. And um, it's going to be a simple message this morning, and hopefully for your sake and for mine, it'll be fast, you know, amen. Um, But uh, this is a, go ahead and take your Bibles. We're going to turn to Proverbs 3. And like, uh, I heard Dr. Getch, one of the evangelists um, at my college, he said this, if I told you the verses, you wouldn't even open your Bible, uh, because you'd have it already have it memorized. <laughs> uh, but uh, Proverbs chapter number 3, kind of a funny introduction when he preached uh, on this as well. So Proverbs 3, if you would, uh, verses 5 and 6, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Um, if you wouldn't mind standing for uh, the reading of God's word this morning, Proverbs 3, 5-6 states, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Let's pray this morning. Lord, we're, we're begging you to work this morning. Father, we're coming off the cusp of an amazing conference that you've worked in a variety of different ways in our hearts. Lord, you've given us spiritual truth that we can use throughout the rest of our lives we're praying, Lord, that as we continue, Lord, that we would just apply that continually to our lives. Lord, we're desperate for revival. Lord, we're desperate for you to work in our day and age. We're desperate, despite our weaknesses, that you would use us as your vessels. So, Lord, as, we, as I communicate this simple truth in Proverbs 3, I pray for your spirit. Lord, I believe this is what you wanted me to preach this morning. I can't explain it. I can't describe it. But, Lord, I believe without... All shadow of doubt, this is where you needed me to be. Lord, I pray that you'd use it in a powerful way. I pray that you'd use your word. No matter how simple it may seem to us, Lord, your word is useful and practical and applicable for every situation, every person at every time. And Lord, we believe and trust in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you may be seated. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not into thine own understanding. And all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. That's the truth of Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Who has that memorized (laughs) this morning? Amen. Good. Uh, That's a verse you got to memorize. This is a verse that God uses practically in my life almost every day. I believe God has used this passage probably above every other passage in the book of the Bible. In any book of the Bible. This is a passage that has been so near and dear to my heart and a truth that oftentimes we overlook. Oftentimes, since it is a passage that we have memorized, and that we have hidden in our heart, and that we understand, and that we know, and that we've heard preached, and that we've heard taught, oftentimes, those simple truths are the truths that we forget. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not into thine own understanding, and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. First of all, this morning, my first point is trust in the Lord with all thine heart. My first point, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Oftentimes, we mix up trust and belief. Trust and belief. They're very, very close words. They often have the same meaning and connotation. But I believe in this passage as we read that the Bible and God is telling us to trust in the Lord. He's not just instructing us to believe the Lord. He's instructing us to trust. Now, let's say, for example, Judson, if you would come to the front here for a second. I need you to help me out here. Let's say, for example, Justin comes, and I'm telling Judson, okay, you need to trust me. Okay, so come on up to the stage. Yes. Okay, so I need you to trust me, Judson. Um, We're going to do a trust fall. A trust fall. Do you trust me? Yes. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Okay. All right. So if he was to turn around and if he were to fall backwards into my hands and I, I don't fall and I was to catch him, that would be the object of his trust as if he fell. Okay. Now he might believe in the capacity of my arms to catch him. He might believe in my eyes, you know, to to see him and calculate just the right trajectory and the, you know, whatever. He might believe in my ability that I've given this sermon illustration a couple times, you know, and I kind of know what I'm doing at this point. He might believe all those things. But the moment that he falls is when he's placing his trust in me. See, oftentimes you can go ahead and sit down. We, We confuse belief and trust. We believe God. We believe that God can do great things. We believe that God can bring revival, but oftentimes we don't trust him to do it. We don't rely and we don't rest in the very belief and the fact that God can. (laughs) Regardless of what you believe, your belief must be followed up by action if we truly have trust. Okay, belief is often upon seeing. Trusting is often upon doing. If I was to sit upon this chair, I can look at it, I can believe that this chair will hold me up, right? Faith, belief. But I only trust the chair when I place my weight upon it. Okay? I won't belabor the illustration, but this passage is indicating. We have to believe. We have to have faith in the Lord. We have to believe Him. But our belief needs to go the second step. We have to trust the Lord. Our belief, if we leave it at belief, and it has no action, it is worthless. Doesn't the Bible say something about that? Faith without works is dead, right? So when we say we believe God, when we desperately, on our knees, beg God, and we believe Him, we believe that He'll give us victory, We believe that he'll bring revival. We believe he'll help us get through our Greek 2 test. (laughs) Amen? (laughs) We believe him, but do you trust him? We can't mix up faith, belief, and trust. Faith will always lead to trust, but faith cannot stop at trust. Faith must become action. We must trust in the Lord, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Oftentimes we believe him. Oftentimes we may trust him, but do we trust him with all of our hearts? Oftentimes we hear the illustration as Jesus talks to his disciples about having the faith as a mustard seed. And when we read that passage and we hear that passage, we hear, you know, my faith is. If I have a fraction of faith, God can use my faith. I don't believe that's what the passage says. (laughs) If our faith is small, if we have a small amount of faith, that's when we can move mountains. A small amount of faith. It's not a fraction of it. So if we're only believing in God, and we're only believing in the Lord with one-fourth of our faith, no mountains will be removed. No things will be accomplished. Our faith, as a mustard seed, is a small; might be a small amount of faith, but God can do great miracles with small amounts of faith. Our belief must turn into trust, and our trust must be with all of our heart. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Now, as we continue in this passage, we read and lean not into thine own understanding. Lean not into thine own understanding. Oftentimes, us as believers. We get trust, right? We understand the faith concept. We, we get that. We understand trust theologically. That we, and when we place our trust in our faith, when we place that into Christ, we believe him, right? We trust God. But how many times in your life have you gone through a victory conference, and the weeks continuing after that, you, you, you start to... You start to You start to lean. You start to lean. You start to lean on your schedule a little bit. My schedule is the same day in, day in, day out. My schedule is the same here. I have X, Y, Z weeks of college left. And you begin to lean. You begin to lean. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. When you begin to lean on the arm of the flesh, all that you do will be undone. All that you do will be undone. When your arm is firmly planted on the flesh, your arm will give out. It won't sustain you. When we begin to make our own decisions without consulting God... When we start to come up with our own goals instead of God's goals, when we think that we can come up with the perfect plan in order to help God achieve his, we're building our reliance upon the sinking sands of the flesh. Christ instructed to build our lives upon what? The rock, which is Christ. But when we build our lives upon the sinking sands of the flesh, guess what happens to your trust? It dissipates. We must trust the Lord with all of our heart, but we cannot lean on our own understanding. The moment we begin to lean on our flesh to help us, the moment we begin to depend on our flesh to enable us, the moment that we trust and rely in our flesh, we will be undone. Let me show you a passage here in Jeremiah 17, 5-8. Jeremiah 17, 5-8. Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. Let me read that again. Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. For he shall be like the heath in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, and a salt land, and not inhabited. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, and whose hope is in the Lord. Whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, and that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green." and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? When we rely on the flesh, guess where we find ourselves? In the desolate wasteland. That's what happens. As after we experience revival, after we experience a movement of God upon our hearts, oftentimes, We begin to lean. We get to rely on our flesh. We get to rely, hey, I've been here before. Hey, I've done this before. Hey, God's led me here before. Hey, God's moved in my life before. And you begin to lean on your experience. You get to lean on your wisdom. You begin to lean on what has already happened in your life. And instead of fully depending on God to enable you what you cannot do, you begin to lean. You begin to lean. And when we begin to lean upon the arm of the flesh, we are desolate. We are wandering inside of a desert and we will always be thirsty and never be filled because we're depending on our flesh. We're depending on the flesh. When you begin to trust your own thoughts and your own intents and your own heart, Every single time, mark it down, you will be led astray. Follow your heart, and you will follow it into the desert. Because your heart is wicked, above all things. It's desperately wicked. And we can't understand it. (laughs) We cannot control it. We cannot tame it. We cannot know it. So we have to rely and we have to trust in God. We must lean on the Lord we have to trust his way, we have to trust his plan, we have to trust his word. As we continue in this passage, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not into thine own understanding, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. In all thy ways acknowledge him. Isn't it funny that the Bible doesn't say, in all thy ways you will know which paths to take. <laughs> Why does not the Bible say that? <laughs> that we will know what to do. Because at the end of the day, the reason why God allows us to go through these things, to trust in him and leaning not on the flesh, in all of our ways acknowledging him, the process of trust, the process of dependence, is understanding and getting to know him deeper. That's simply what it is. He doesn't want us to know the end of the path. He doesn't want us to focus on hypotheticals. He doesn't want us to get caught up in impossibilities. God wants us to know him. God wants us to acknowledge Him. When we truly seek and desire God to work in our lives, guess what God does? He works in your life. (laughs) What we ought to know isn't what we need to know. Oftentimes we want to know the end of the path. Oftentimes we want to know where God is leading us. Oftentimes we want to know, guys, we're wanting to know the wrong thing. God is leading us to know Him. Acknowledge Him. In all thy ways, acknowledge Him. And as you continue down this path, you're understanding and getting to know Him. <laughs> Psalms 37, 3-5. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and He shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. Let me ask you a question. If you're desiring to know God and you're desiring to know his plan for your life, if you're desiring God's will, what do you think God will give you? You think you'll look at your request, think about it for a couple years, store it up into heaven and and then say, yeah, you know what? I'll think about it. No. God promises to give us the desires of our heart. If we truly desire God's will, what will God give you? God's will. That's the truth. When we get to know and understand who God is, and in all of our ways, we understand and acknowledge him, guess what happens? He shall direct thy paths. It's a promise. You can mark it down. It doesn't matter who you are. He shall direct thy paths. He will place you on a heavenly trajectory. Huh. Your dependence... Dictates your direction. Your dependence dictates your direction. Whatever you trust, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy path. Whatever you are trusting, whatever you are relying on, whatever you are leaning on, that will dictate your direction. What are you trusting this morning? Is it the grace of God? Is it the strength and the enablement that only God could give? Are you relying on the arm of the flesh? Are you relying on your own self-effort, your wisdom, on your efforts, your decisions to make it?